What's going on, everybody? We're back with another episode of the Coast to Coast podcast. Uh, we're doing a little, just a little recap, a little, uh, you know, just kind of reminiscing a bit on the, the NBA finals that we just witnessed, the great NBA finals, which, you know, I know we had all the injuries and stuff leading up to this finals, and like, oh, both teams don't deserve to be here, blah, blah, blah. I don't really want to hear any of that. I just, we need to just appreciate, like, how great this finals was and, it's like, all the fantastic, you know, players and performances we got. So before we get into that, like, how you guys doing? How, how's everybody? Doing swell. Like you said, you nailed it on the spot about these finals. Don't complain because there's an excuse for almost every ring at this point if you want to make it like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I saw an article earlier. It was like they gave an asterisk to every single NBA final since like 1950 or something. Yeah. No, I mean, I, we're going to have a blog post coming up like we're – we're talking about just that. Like there really is like every year you can point to like one, like one little injury or one little call when I, it just sucks that this year it was, it was pretty egregious. Like there were a lot of just like mega stars that, you know, got injured in, in you know, pretty unfashionable ways, but. Hey, but, breaking yeah, news. Exactly. This shit ain't 2K. Exactly. It's you know, <laughs> the sliders. Yeah. The sliders are not all the injury free is not on like, you know, yeah. guys it's just basketball. One of them. Yeah, exactly. So, um, without further ado, we'll just get into it. We got to start with the Greek freak himself, freaking Giannis, who we really like. We really just witnessed like an all-time performance. Like we really witnessed like one of the like best series. I mean, I just got some crazy facts. Like he's the seventh player in NBA history to have 50 points in the finals with Bob Pettit, Elgin Baylor, Rick Barry, Jerry West, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. Uh, all those guys are like in the Hall of Fame and all-time greats. Well, not LeBron yet, but yeah, he'll be there. First player with 50 <laughs> points, 10 rebounds, and five blocks. And the first player in NBA history to record multiple 30-point halves in a single final series. Just crazy stuff. He was 35, 13, and 5 on 60, basically 62% shooting. And, you know, like I said, he just – it was historic, man. It was really like he capped it off with, like, probably the best finals game I've since LeBron's 50 point game in 2018. And, you know, just, I think it just really ranks up with one of the all time greatest finals game. It was, it was insane. I mean, what, what was going through you guys head? I think just like, you know, it really is like LeBron. It's like, you're just witnessing like this elite level greatness that we just have not seen that many times in NBA history. So, like, I'll start with you, Liam. Just, like, what was going through your head just, like, thinking, like, just watching, like, the Greek freak just drop a 50-piece, a Chick-fil-A 50-piece on the Suns? Man, I think you got to look at it. I mean, for us, the greatest playoff performer we've seen in our lifetimes is LeBron James. I don't care if you hate him. I don't care what you think about him. LeBron shows up when it's the playoffs, and especially when it's the finals. We've seen, you know, leading the entire finals in all statistical categories – and this is what Giannis was doing out there for them, the Bucks. I mean, like you said, that 50-point game, but there was nobody that could guard him on this Phoenix team. And really, there's nobody that can guard this man at all. I mean, 50 points, like he just was nonstop. And to be like that from the free throw line, missing only two shots on nearly 20 attempts is just ridiculous. I mean, you just got to give praise to this guy. I mean, a uh, dude who's fought through so much adversity in his life, I think – as much as people want to see Chris Paul, you know, win his ring, I think at this point, you know, Chris Paul's been in the league for so many years and that he didn't have – he had all these chances. And that we got to start looking at these young guys like Giannis, only 26 years old, by the way, uh, will turn 27 uh, during next season. It's just crazy to think that he's already on the path to greatness where he could end up as the greatest player of our, you know, our 
next the next LeBron for us, you know, the next great player. But I think as much as it sounds stupid to say in the moment, you know, we can't go too quick to overrate him. You know, we don't want to say, oh, he's already the best player in the league. You know, as much as that, because we want to make sure he still has that chip on his shoulder that he's still fighting for, you know, keep being the next player. I mean, I saw something that was like, oh, like down to like uh, 10 seconds left. Who do you want to have in the ball? And they put Giannis on their list. Like he's not a closer yet. I mean, sure, like, yeah. Giannis put on a great game, but you're getting Chris Middleton the ball if it's a, it's a situation like that. Like, he hit the shot against the Heat in the first round. But, you know, a great overall performance by Giannis. You know, he is progressing to be that great player. Already two MVPs, two de- defensive player of the years, a finals MVP, and a hard-earned ring going against, you know, likes greatness of Kevin Durant. Um, you know, going against Miami Heat team that had given them struggles in the past and even being a red-hot Atlanta Hawks team. Yeah, Jose? Yeah. Um, great segue into uh, Chris Middleton that you mentioned him. We were yeah. talking about it in the group chat. Um, trying to find the record here. They had, like, 15-1. and one. What Wait, what was their record? Um, oh, like 15 When Chris Middleton – Over, like, a certain percentage. 42%. Right? Oh, here it is, yeah. 15-1. and one. When K, uh, K Middleton shoots 42% or better and one in six when it's under 42. And 42 is like nothing even that crazy. For him, for him, he's a really good shooter too. Yeah, he's usually yeah. like 50%. Like, yeah. 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 And then uh, 18 points on 75% shooting in the clutch. The next closest had four. Wow. In the entire playoffs. Um, but yeah, and then tied LeBron for the most tying or go ahead field goals in a single playoff run with 15. Crazy. Which is incredible. That that is almost as incredible as like the Giannis stuff too. Like 15 game tying go ahead shots in fourth quarter OT. Like and LeBron's like 2007 run where it was just like, you know, went up against the you know the Pistons when they're still really good. Like basically, Will he was their guy, their only guy. Unlike you know, Middleton, who has Giannis, LeBron was like the guy, and Middleton, Middleton was still doing this, you know, even with Giannis out there too. Crazy, yeah. like shout out to Middleton, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you said, he's their closer. Um, and I think Giannis, like he's still got that step to take. Obviously, we saw his redemption story. He was able to hit his free throws when it mattered. But, you know, in this league, you're going to need a jump shot eventually. And he's been getting better. I mean, every year he's been improving. Um, but I think that's, like, his next, like, big leap to take. Yeah, he's got that nice little, like, you know, one-leg fadeaway. Uh, he was starting to add that a little bit in the last couple yeah. rounds. And, it, yeah, I mean, you guys both touched on it. It's just crazy. Like, yeah, he's only 26, going on 27. And I think he still has more to go. And I think even in, like, the last two rounds, I think really, you know, that, uh, that net series was just huge because, like, I think – I think really if KD's foot was like an inch, you know, smaller, I just don't really think like, I think Giannis, like they really needed to get through. They needed like that monkey off their back, you know, getting past. That was the the turning point. Exactly. That was the turning point. I think if they don't get by the nets, I think we, the, you know, the Giannis and the middles and the old might still be around. I think that was really the, uh, you know, like you said, the turning point to, you know, for reach the greatness that they reached because I think, yeah, if KD hits that shot, you know, obviously we don't see it, but I don't think they gain that confidence to, you know, push past and, yeah. and uh, you know, become champions. And I think, uh, Liam, you touched on another thing. You know, CP3, that arc would have been 
amazing as well. Uh, but just to see Giannis, like just, you know, his whole story, you know, such a great, wholesome guy stayed in Milwaukee, you know, him and Middleton have been there from the start, eight years. They were both, you know, barely getting any PT. They came up together. It's just like really heartwarming story to see that. And, you know, speaking of CP3, you know, sad way to go out. He did save the legacy of Tad. He had really good games five and six, but that game four, I think is, it's going to linger for a while just because, they could have stolen that game. Like they could have gone up three, one in that game. You know, really it was just Booker, the only one giving them any offense and they still almost won. It still came down to the Bay and block. And I think, uh, yeah. yeah, just tough, uh, for CP three. Uh, what, what do you, what do you guys think, you know, what do you guys think is next for CP after this? I mean, I think this was his best chance that he'll probably ever have at a ring and he pretty much blew it. So after this, I mean, he's what, like 36, 35. So I, I think mean, I would run it back. He's already 36. So he's, he's 36. Already... He's 36. He'll be 36 next season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I would, I would run it back with the Suns. I mean, that's really the only chance they've got. Um, I, I can't see him anywhere else. I know I've seen like Lakers rumors and, and all this other stuff. I, I don't see it. And yeah. I, I don't think he, he'll succeed. People are going to illegitimize him if he goes to the Lakers. So, no, if the Lakers win and CP's their point guard, no one's going to care about CP's ring. Yeah. Yeah. The media exactly. will bash him to the ground. Yeah. And I think he, if he stays, like he stays with the Suns, I don't think he's going to, I think he's still got, you know, two, three more, you know, pretty solid years in him. I think, you know, if he's continue to run it back, um, you know, getting to that, you know, like the Suns moving forward, you know, this is a, it's a tough loss, uh, obviously, you know, going up 2-0 then losing the next four. Uh, you know, with CP, I think, you know, you're getting a couple more good years. At him. I think they should just run it back and just, you know, keep competing, man, because, I mean, you never – like, this was their best chance because it just got so many great breaks. It's only going to be harder from here because you know, the Warriors are going to come back, you know, pretty good next year. The Lakers the are going to come back. <laughs> the king, the king, the kings are on the cusp of a championship. Kings are coming, bro. De'Aaron Fox is gonna jump up to like thirty points a game. He's no, he needs sixty. Up. You need sixty from De'Aaron <laughs> to make the playoffs, bro. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do this offseason. Not if yeah. I were Luke Walton, I'll tell you that. But no, whatever you guys do, it's probably gonna be the wrong decision. Honestly, That's oh, guaranteed, guaranteed. Put Jose a GM, bro. G- give him all the yeah. capital. They'll do better than I, any of them. Dude, when we drafted Gary Trent, I was like, we have to keep this guy. And then, like, five minutes later, traded. Uh, Gone. Gone. For what? For, like, nothing, probably. For, like, like a an, future second rounder or something. Yeah. In, like, 2028. Yeah, something stupid. I was like, bro. And now we can't even play Buddy. We're trying to trade him. Bogey's gone. I mean, we got Halliburton now, but fuck. No, Halliburton was a good decision, though. Yeah, but that was kind of a no-brainer. Like, if they didn't take him at 12, yeah, you're just like, that's bad. Yeah, well, speaking of Halliburton, like, the Suns could have had him. I think he, like, should, like, obviously, like, should have been the pick. Like, their pick, Jalen Smith, didn't even play at all, even though they really did need a – they needed a backup center pretty badly, like, especially once Sarge went out. Like, they really, really needed, like, a backup for Aiden, who – you know, 
let's, let's get to Aiden real quick because you know we we gave Aiden a massive love fest uh, you know a few episodes ago when he was going you know going off in the conference finals and whatnot and you know he just he came back down to earth definitely in this series and I think a lot of that is because of Giannis and the incredible defense um, but you know it's just sad to see him kind of come back down to earth and you know not continue that pace but um, I think I, I think he developed a lot and I think you know this like this whole experience is just you know going to help him so much I think he's really you know this experience was crucial for him going forward and he's only what he's going on 23 yeah this is what he's, he's 23 yeah he uh, turns 23 today I think today oh, oh. yeah today's his what? 23rd birthday hey that's lit shout out to DeAndre Aiden yeah, yeah happy uh, birthday in July Bahamas 23rd boy yeah. A lot of fun. He was one of the best parts of this playoffs. Just like I love seeing like guys like reach the like, valley oop. The valley oop. I love seeing guys <laughs> reach their potential, and that was like awesome to watch him. But yeah, kind of flamed out a bit in the finals. I just I don't know. What do you guys attribute that to? I I think it's it's just Giannis, yeah. honestly. Like Giannis. Yeah, great. it's part Giannis, and also his age just really showed. I mean, yeah, he's, it's his first final. This is first playoffs. Their first playoffs period like let alone finals and they're facing Giannis who's like literally has that eye that no nothing's gonna get in his way from yeah. this championship like he's yeah. fearing for his life at that point and yeah yeah he didn't want any smoke with Giannis at all no I mean he had no chance defending him I mean no matter how strong DeAndre Aiden is Giannis there's a reason his name's the Greek freak it's not just because he's had the freakish skill because he's got freakish athleticism He's 6'11". He gained 50 pounds of weight yeah. and muscle since his rookie season. Absolute crazy stat that was coming out there. But, um, you know, we did see a lot of progression against a of Aiden, but he's got to really take an offensive leap next year. I think he's got to be in the 18-point range, 18-point-per-game range. You know, what he did in his second season, but it's got to be more valuable points. You know, some real, like, efficient playing from him. So, it's going to be interesting to see from him, I think uh, – there's not too, too much crazy potential on this team outside of Booker and Aiden. I don't really see a guy that could become a third star. I mean, I do think Mikel Bridges has a lot to do yeah. for himself, but I mean, I think like 17 points per game is like Mikel Bridges' ceiling in my opinion. So, yeah. I mean, it's really going to be about these role players and how they can bring everyone around. And, you know, it's going to be hard to attract free agents to the Phoenix though. That's going to be the problem for them. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Like the, like the biggest guys are going to get are like some, you know, like, like veteran, you know, like seventh, eighth, ninth man guys, you know, no, no yeah. one too crazy. Uh, Y'all remember game one when uh, Giannis posted up Aiden and like back down onto him and Aiden moved like four feet back. I think after that, Aiden was like, oh shit, like I'm in, I'm in deep shit now. Cause yeah, up to like, that point, like no one had really challenged him like that. Yeah. Like this, you're in trouble. Like I'm I mean, for show in trouble. Aiden held Nikola Jokic, the MVP, like in, yeah. you know, under guard. So that's pretty crazy, I think. Yeah. But, but Jokic place, isn't though. the same. Yeah. Jokic isn't like the same imposing, like physical figure that, that Giannis is. But still, I mean, the yeah, MVP no, in the league, who averaged 27 yeah, a game. Two, yeah, two different. Yeah, exactly. That that's a ma that's a massive confidence boost. Like if you could hold like hold your own with the, with the MVP, but just like they're just two two different players. Like oh yeah, you know, um, both. And yeah, I just I want to see more touches. Uh, like I think throughout the whole playoffs, I, I think he was just getting a lot of buckets. Like 
throughout the flow of the game. And I just want to see like more like design plays for him. Cause I think like, I mean, college like high school like he's very very skilled like I mean he's got like a nice little jumper like I think I think he's got a lot of really like solid moves around the basket and I, I think I just want to see that utilized more like you know like yes said just uptaking you know some more points more opportunities and I just want to I want them to you know see him you know get the ball more because I think the whole thing was like you know Booker and Paul maybe not being able to trust him I, I think he earned their trust this playoffs because he massively overachieved and he, he, you know, he played his role way better than anyone could have imagined uh, from him. I, I just want to see more touches from him going forward. Yeah. I want to see him get to like that 18 points a game at least. And even tw- he could get to 22. I think he's that talented. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, Bridges too. We mentioned bridges a bit, um, you know, yeah, I think 17, 18 points is ceiling for him. I want to see a little bit more consistency from him. You know, he was very on and off. There's a lot of times where I was just like, where missing is Missing shots. Missing shots that I thought he'd make. He had a lot of corner threes when I was watching. I was like, easy. Just shanks them. Yeah, I definitely want to see a lot more consistency. Uh, campaign, uh, one game wonder. I think we can confirm that. I love campaign, yeah. but it's just a sad truth. It was just like that one big game, and then he just didn't really do much else from there. He had a good yeah. final game, if I don't remember. I, I think he was on... Hold he had up. 10 points. Oh, it felt like he was playing well. It, it yeah. felt like he was playing well. He's just a really high, high energy guy that like when he's out, when he is out there, you know, he's putting his all into, into the plays and he's just out there screaming. Yeah, def- getting noise, definitely. Like, clapping, at, clapping back at players. Um, so, yeah, that game when Chris Paul's out and he went off for like 29 against the um, Nuggets. Clippers. It was against the Clippers. Clippers, yeah. Um, yeah, crazy game, but that that's one thing I feel like this Suns team was missing. It was like a high energy guy like that, like an emotional leader. Yeah, a heat check guy. They really needed like that heat check guy. Yeah. They need their Which, Tyler Hero. <laughs> yeah. Well they, that was like his Tyler Hero moment. That 29 points was like that bubble hero performance for yeah. sure. And nothing's better than bubble hero. Man was on top of the world. Better than up there with Zion and John Morant, the comparisons were. Dude. They were ready to offer, like, inc- insane trade offers for Tyler Hero. They should have hey. done it, bro. They really like, should have. You accepting the 96 Dream Team for Tyler Hero? No. Nah. Uh, <laughs> or 96, like, whatever. They're like, dude, this guy's, like, future MVP, like, Booker potential. I'm like, bro, like, come on. Nah. Hey, the I bubble mean, gave us some great games, though. The freaking yeah. Murray versus Donovan Mitchell playoff series was ridiculous. Yeah. When they both dropped like fifty in the same game, that I love the, the bubble. I love the bubble. Like the, the bubble, the was bubble super playoff fun. game. Yeah, like the Raptors Celtics series was dope. All like the Heat Heat Bucks. Like even even though it was like a massacre, kind of it was just like damn. Like I can't believe this is actually happening. Finals were great. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, I mean, Murray Mitchell, he said, like, a lot of dope moments. I, I, like I felt like there was really parody, at least in the East, because nobody expected the Heat to get to the finals, let alone drive the Lakers to six. Yeah, and I, like the Heat, Celtics, Raptors, and then the Bucks, like, those four, I'm like, I could see any of them getting the finals. Yeah. I mean, I think without fans, a lot of, like, the home court advantage kind of, like, faded away, so it was really just – who wanted more that day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, facts. Um, let's get to the future. I mean, we touched on the Suns a little bit. 
you know, what their, you know, kind of two, three year, you know, next two or three years are kind of looking like. And just, you know, what do you guys think, you know, we have, you know, a post up on our Instagram about, you know, off season moves. You know, what do you guys think, like, what, like, what do they need to do to, you know, potentially get back? Because the Western Conference is only going to get, it's only going to get tougher. You know, I think the Clippers, uh, I think the Clippers are going to regress just because, I mean, they're, they're going to be without Kawhi, uh, either, whether he leaves or just because of the ACL. They're just going to be without him the whole season. The Nuggets are going to get healthier. Lakers are going to come back healthier. The Warriors are, you know, going to come back and hopefully get to, you know, championship level with our, our pigs or whatever we do. Luca's always going to do something. Yeah, you can never count out Luca and, and the Mavs. Uh, you know, Dame stays, you know, Dame stays on the Blazers. You know, they'll be interesting, not like finals contenders, but they're still going to be tough, you know. Um, tough out. Yeah, tough out. Like, this was their best chance. And they got – they the road the road was paid perfectly for them, and it just – they ran into an all-timer. They, they ran into the Greek freak who, you know, we saw on our last Sunday talk, like, you asked me, like, you know, is he in that that Dirk, KG kind of like, you know, echelon? After this, he could retire, and he he's for sure probably like in the Duncan, and he's in there right now. Like it after this, yeah, he's in the mix. He's in the he's mix. for sure in the mix. He just needs a few more years. But you know, back to the Suns. What do you guys think they need to do to stay on? You know, just to stay on this pace, and you know, hopefully get back to the finals one day. It's a hard situation. So going in the next season, they have an expiring contract with DeAndre and Mikel Bridges. Bridges is going to get, you know, 16 to 18 million a year. Aiden's going to get 26 million a year, I think, in that range. And, you know, you already got Booker's on a huge contract. You know, we don't know what CP3 is going to do. CP3 could decline his deal and assign a longer extension. They're going to be under a lot of cap problems. So it's going to be getting veteran guys, you know, like how the Bucks will get to that. Not guys like Bobby Portis and Bryn Forbes who are solid, you know, 10-point-per-game scores, you know, for mid-level exception. So it's really going to be about digging deep into the draft, looking for those guys in the later rounds that can really turn out to be a star, you know, like Draymond Green in the later rounds, even Chris Middleton out there holding up the championship trophy. A lot of late-round gems. I mean, it's easier said than done, but Mm -hmm. they got to have their scouting department focus you know, I feel like it's always, you know, they always miss out on the guys like, you know, like, for example, Peyton Pritchard last year in the draft, a guy who was always a super good college scorer, but people kind of like, you know, skipped out on him. And then now he's doing so well in the NBA, you know, surprise not, you know, there's a reason why. And even like guys like Devontae Graham, like I think even like Max Abesmith, the guy from uh, Oral Roberts, I think he'll be a solid backup guard in the league just because, you know, he was such a dominant college scorer. There's, there shouldn't be a reason why his scoring can't translate. But um, I think the Suns, we also talked about it on the post on our Instagram, like Carson mentioned, uh, Jalen Smith might be a guy they want to move out from. And, you know, maybe they want to throw in, you know, some guy like Javon Carter, a really solid, uh, you know, 3 and D guy. If they want to go out there and get a guy, you know, they're going to have to throw in picks if they're going to make this run, you know, because yeah. their picks are going to be All mediocre in. with, you know, Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden running with his team for the next couple of years. So you got to go all in as you can, you know, who cares? Let Sam Presley get his, fucking fifth graders first overall picks you know, who cares so you yeah. gotta you gotta go out there and you gotta make moves that you can you know i like you know getting guys like a frank kaminsky for a million point six you know that's a solid deal but you know you gotta find those other tory craigs those other campaigns 
um, all those guys. They're, they're always out there. They're always looking for a chance. So, and Kaminsky did the best he could game six. I thought he actually played pretty solid for. for yeah, he was alright. He's a solid backup big. Yeah, he was decent. Jose, you got anything? Um, yeah, I don't know if necessarily Chris Paul like signing him to an extension would be the best for this, like, you know, team's long-term success. I think, you know, even if they weren't to get him back, they can start to re, re, refactor this squad to kind of, you know, build that championship mentality without Chris Paul, because Chris Paul is not going to be there forever. I mean, man's already 36. Um, he doesn't, you know, fit the timeline that well. So if they're, you know, stuck trying to win right now, they could ruin a lot of their future success. Yeah, and it just, it really is just like a massive what if with their pick. And I don't mean to just, you know, dog disrespect, you know, Jalen Smith, you know, just a lot of potential. Just like, I'm just looking at these guys and like, there's so many guys that were drafted, you know, after that. So I think really just would have made a massive difference. Maybe could have pushed it to seven or potentially could have won it. I mean, you got, we already mentioned Halliburton. Nee Smith, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bay, Achua. Achua could have been six fouls that you put on Giannis, Maxi, um, you know, quickly, Pritchard, Jaden McDaniel. I mean, a lot of those guys wouldn't have gone so high, but it's a lot of guys that like would have definitely, definitely helped. I think both I think both teams were a guy or two short, really. I mean, they they made it this far because you know they lasted the longest pause, but uh they just were really missing, like, you know, a, a couple guys. Um, so we'll get to the Bucks, who crazy. They were only, like, really only seven deep. I mean, Giannis, Middleton, Drew, Connaughton, Portis. Lopez. Lopez Tucker. Tucker. And that's really it. That and, is it. And they would have That's had, literally it, yeah. And they would have had Dante, so it would have been eight. But seven guys, basically. So I think, you know, with them – you know, just keep those core three because if you have those core three, you're going to be in the mix. So it doesn't matter who's around you. You got to keep those core three. And then they can just, I think really now just bringing in a couple more guys, you know, just bringing in like one or two, you know, defensive guys. Cause I think that's like, that's what ultimately I think won them. Like with obviously with Jan, like Giannis Middleton, their offensive brilliance, but the defense is really like the identity of this team. So if you bring in a couple more guys that, you know, really good defensively that just hit a couple of shots to you, I think it's really all you need to do if you're the Bucks. And I think uh, just get a little bit deeper, honestly, you know, go eight or nine, uh, eight or nine man deep. I think it's really all you need to keep competing, man, as long as you have those three. I mean, like you're talking about, I alluded to like Bryn Forbes, a guy who shot extremely well from three, you know, made his name on that San Antonio Spurs team. You know, if a lot of guards who they still have a lot of guards, uh, Bobby Portis, you got to hope and pray this man just accepts his player option, even though it's four million. He's the heart of that team right now. I mean, I don't particularly like him that much, but you know, like I'm not a Milwaukee fan. Like, man's a goon. Like, he kind of pissed me off when he ran across the court, but like, he's bringing a yeah, hype to the I crowd. Loved, I love when Middleton was like, "Yo, like, listen, like, I love the energy, but like, we're trying to win the finals here. Like, you can't be giving up. Like, exactly. Like." Like, I, I thought that was, like, super, super funny. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, you got to look at guys like Brooke Lopez. He's he's done well in his time in uh, Milwaukee, but I think it might be time to call cuts on it. You know, he'll be 34 next season, you know, making $12.5 million a year. I don't know if he's going to be worth that much money when he's making f- nearly 14 in his age 36, 
35 season. So you're going to have to look into that. But, um, you know, P.J. Tucker, he's on expiring contract. Is he going to come back? Who knows? Probably best if he comes back on like a mid-level exception or a veteran's minimum that they can get for him. But, you know, they got to keep going out there looking for guys that, you know, going to want to ring chase because when you come off a championship, teams usually want to gravitate towards you. You know, Giannis is a guy that people will gravitate towards. So we'll have to see. I mean, a lot of, lot of money, nearly $100 million in cap space allotted to this big three on the team, which doesn't really give a lot of room for improvement. So you got to hope that with their small draft picks that they have, they can hit on guys that can provide. Um, so, yeah, you know, got to hope DiVincenzo can take a step, uh, continue to be that 3 and D monster he is. Um, you know, Pat Connaughton's a solid three-point shooter. But otherwise, I mean, not too much room for improvement. So, you know, the GM out there in Milwaukee, he's got a lot of stuff ahead of him, even though, you know, celebrate as much as you want. But when it comes down to it, you have a lot of things to address this offseason to make sure your team still stays up there. And, you know, you got to be able to compete with the Nets because the Nets are a scary freaking team when they're healthy. You know, yeah. three, three of the top 15 players in the league, arguably, and it's going to be hard to stop them. Yeah. Uh, a secondary, like, ball handler would be nice for them. I mean, yeah, off the bench, they don't really have a guy like that. Yeah. I mean, they got Jeff Teague, but man, rack, man was just out there running cardio for two minutes. <laughs> um. A guy I really like coming out of the draft, Chris Duarte, a 6'6 mm. guard out of Oregon. That's um, really just like Pat Connaughton, but better, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, but he can like really like be a ball handler, though, like run the offense. Shoot, and he can play right threes, away. Like, like he's old, he can come in and play right away. 24-year-old senior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a bit of like the Malcolm – situation with Malcolm Brogdon where he's just like old as shit coming into the league. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dante coming back would be nice too. But no, I mean, I think you could even like look into free agency. I think you get a guy like Alfred Payton who's supposed to be a free agent this offseason. I mean, as much as he's kind of a trash player, he's a good ball handler. He puts up a lot of box score stats and he's a solid bench piece. Or even, you know, I mean, you want to take a shot on a guy like Dante Exum or Patty Mills leads the Spurs. That's a really good role player to have on your team. Oh, that's just like a pack a punch Forbes, basically. I know. I oh, love yeah. pa Patty Mills is a goat. Love that boy. Yeah. He's going crazy um, in the Olympics right now. Crazy. Uh, hey, don't worry. Team USA going to pull this off. JK, Luka Doncic win gold. I'd, I'd go oh, crazy. <laughs> I'm rooting. That would be better. That would be like more impressive than a championship. I can't even lie. Oh no, hundred percent. I'm rooting for Luka Doncic at this point. Screw the USA. <laughs> and if he beats, if he beats the US, hits a shot in like Devin Booker's face. It's like, dude, <laughs> Devin, oh, that would be so foul. Or like KD, players. just like hits like a like his signature step back on him. Oh my god, yeah. that would be disgusting. But I think the why Bucks, is Trey not there? I don't know. That's, they didn't. That's offer an amazing question. That's an, he probably declined it. Yeah, uh, most people decline him. Yeah, especially like when you go so so deep in the playoffs. But with the Bucks, I think they're in a much better situation conference wise than the Suns because with the Suns, I mean, obviously the West is, you know, better. Um, lot you know, a lot of teams are going to come back stronger. But I think in the East, it's you know, it's the Nets and then you know Philly. You know, who knows what's going to happen with Philly? I mean, if they end up with Dame, then that would be pretty scary. But uh, you know, they probably won't 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 be as deep as as the Bucks. 
Uh, you know, the Knicks might make a move, but I, I don't see any move that would put them even close to the Bucks. Uh, the Hawks, you know, the Haw- it's really just going to be the Nets and then probably the Hawks again. I think the Hawks are going to be really good for the next few years. The Heat, I mean, if they know. make a move, I can see the Heat, you know, being uh, a threat. Back. Yep. But we got to see Hero take a progression. We, we got to see, like, Kyle Lowry come over there and play like, like his all-star self. Yeah. yeah, or they sign Kawhi, and Kawhi will be ready to go. But well, he he wouldn't even be ready by. He got injured late in the playoffs, so. Bro, I'm reading a this article. Trey Young apparently was just snubbed. I mean, it says he wanted he wanted to play, and he's unhappy. The headline Whoa. says, "Ice Trey will be kept in the freezer for the summer." <laughs> Dang. Damn, Dude, Pop Bucks got something too. against him, bro. Trey is exactly oh. like the player that like the U.S. needs. Like we need like another shooter and like just you know a creator. Run the second unit. That's what we need him to do. Because Drew Holiday is the second unit point guard. Yeah, like no no like, no shade on him. Like he won a chip, obviously, but no. I mean, it, the facts are the facts. Like Drew was fantastic. He was incredible defensively, but he. Just because he won a championship doesn't mean he's still super inconsistent on offense and he's not really creative. Yeah. He shot like four for 20 in game six, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a lot, he had a lot of terrible games. Like, we're not going to. But he filled up the stat sheet. He no, no, no. He, stat sheet. he is a box score filler. Dude, he, yeah, he averaged. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold on. He, he averaged a lot. He averaged of like stupid. seven rebounds or something. Like, he was. Who yeah, was something up? stupid. Dude, he averaged nine assists, which mm-hmm. was when I saw it was mind bog. I had no idea. In the finals or the playoffs? The finals. Yeah. Damn. No, but was it also shout out the freaking Bucks? Crazy enough, it's so weird to think about that they aren't publicizing enough. They won four games in a row. Like once Giannis yeah. came back, they went undefeated. So they, yeah. they theoretically could have swept them. Yeah. 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 The guy done at home. The game. The, that game five was. That was like. You know, obviously Giannis's performance game six was insane, but that game five was like the ending oop. Yeah, that, that kind of signified the end. We're gonna see that forever. Oh. Like that's iconic. Like they go to Phoenix and you know tie it to incredible. Like and you know even with Giannis and so in like you know all like the Bucks played fantastic, but like you know we can't undermine like the Suns. Like they had every opportunity, man. They had you know they could have got. Uh, could have got game four, could have got game five. You know, game six was still close going down the wire. Like, they had, they really did have every chance. And it, it just, you know, Bucks just, I don't know if it, I don't really attribute it to the Suns just choking, but they, they had every chance and they, they were right there. It's, it's sad, you know. Chris Paul, Book missed like, the shot. Yeah. Yeah. And he just didn't know what to do on, you know, the last possession game five. He wasn't exactly sure what what exactly, you know, he wanted to run or what, what kind of shot he wanted to get into. Um, yeah, they had every chance, man. And I want to see them get back. I Because I really like the Suns team. They, they were super cohesive. They, you know, obviously Monty is a fantastic coach. Um, to, I even, dude, people were even hating on him going in the locker room. They're like, oh, like, he's trying to make it about himself, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, the, y'all are just hating too much. Like, I thought that was, like, very classy. Like, I, I like the Suns team a lot. It's just, you know, so, someone had to win and someone had to lose. Like, it's just how it goes. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul, despite having pretty decent stat lines throughout, I mean, he did have a game where he had, like, 
Yeah, the turnovers. And then, turnovers and were the an issue. Moments. Yeah, and the biggest moments. I mean, he disappears. He's passing it out to, to Jay Crowder. You know, he's like just kind of standing there in the corner. Like, at, there were points where I was like, "Is Chris Paul even in the game right now?" Yeah. Um, and he, I mean, he was just not doing anything. Yeah, I felt like he was forcing a lot of shots too. There's a lot of times where I'm just like, uh, you're just kind of forcing that like mid-range fade or, or whatnot. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a bucket shot though. He makes it a lot. He does, yeah. But there was a lot of times where it'd be like Giannis would be in his face or like you know, Portis, like super long arms would be in his face or something. Just like, feel like it could have got like, like I want to see him get to the basket a little bit more. But I mean, that's a lot to ask against the Bucks or like one of the best rim protecting teams. Joe. Yeah. But um let's see, man. I'm just kind of looking through my notes, see if we left anything else off. Um, despite Giannis's greatness, I think we could all maybe agree that, you know, I don't want to I don't want to appoint him as the very it's his lead, like he has the crown right now, but I don't necessarily like like he's still like I, I'm still not gonna choose Giannis as the guy I want to go to like at the end of the game. And you know, if Katie's foot isn't as big as it is. I think we'd be saying all this stuff about what we're saying about Giannis. We'd be saying about KD. I think you could just flip flop them, you know. Yeah. Oh, because Kyrie probably could have been healthy, and they would have been game over. They would have swept the Hawks. They would have swept the Suns. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's why I mean I think the the Bucks Nets series that we were really 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 excited for, which ended up a fantastic series nonetheless. But I think the real series that we want to see. It, will probably happen next year and hopefully everyone's healthy for that because that will be crazy. Christmas Day, gotta be the game. Gotta be the primetime game. Yeah. Bucks, Nets? No question. I you like know it's gonna be more rivalry, bro. I think that is like like <laughs> I think now it's finally like like I mean it was always kind of lingering, but now it's like full effect. Like Giannis I love got that. the last so laugh. Nah, yeah. I want I want Kings Pistons primetime actually. That's my first game. Cade, <laughs> uh, Cade versus Fox. Cade yeah, that'd be Fox. nice. Nah, they're Fox gonna draft school, bro. They're gonna draft someone stupid. They're gonna take like Kai Jones. Number one they're gonna take Kaminga. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're gonna take uh, Mobley. Yeah, they need more big men. Yeah. Just throw them all oh out. my gosh! They go trade for like towers. Twin Towers. Dude, that's so fried. They're going to get Greg Monroe part two. They're just going to start bringing back the old team. Oh, my gosh. Smash basketball. Real quick before we go, can we talk about how much love Brandon Jennings is getting, even though he really did not do all that much in Milwaukee? Bucks in six, baby. Dropped a 50-point game and dipped. (laughs) He he did get – true. He did get the Middleton, though, and I think that's enough. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny because that's, that's really what he's for. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. That's honestly enough. Like, you're the reason you got Middleton, like, the the closer, like, the second best player. Like, watch him get a ring out of this. Like, they're going to give him a ring. <laughs> nah. Where is he at now? Nowhere. He's not in – he's probably uh, in uh, Guangdong, bro. Yeah, I don't think he's really? – I'm not sure he's playing. He's not. I know him and Brandon Knight, the two Brandons, they ain't playing anymore. Damn, and they were in the trade for Chris Middleton. <laughs> and Chris Middleton was a throw-in. He was a bum yeah. in that trade. Yeah. 
I've always liked Brandon Jennings was like a hooper hooper back in the day, but it, it, it's just funny to see like it's not like he's like a Bucks like legend or anything. It's not like he's Kareem or Oscar. He's just like a <laughs> decent like de- you know solid player. And hey, he dropped fifty like, as a rookie though. It did true, and now he's like all over my social media feeds. Like he's turned <laughs> up. They the Bucks know at a party, and they they've gave they've given us like one of the funniest memes where they're like. Oh, like how many bottles of champagne have you guys had or something? And then like, I think it's oh, yeah. they just look at each other. They just look at each other and it's, start laughing. Dante that and Portis. Hilarious. Yeah. Hey. Isn't it Dante and Portis? I think it was Connaughton because Portis was. I mean, oh, Dante was, was. Dante was on crutches. Oh, but yeah, hey, Dante didn't suit up. Aaron Rodgers won his last thing in in freaking Wisconsin. That's it. The last ever mm-hmm. thing a win. He won his chip. Yeah. yeah. Also, he, shout out Mallory Edens for looking beautiful as ever. <laughs> Baddie, certified Drake, Drake babe, dude. I, I saw hope. a thing, uh, because like because they've won now, Aaron's gonna kind of like sit back and, and you know maybe buy more stock in the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know, but I've seen reports that he's retiring next week. Whoa, that's that would be a shocker. I want he's just gonna retire and then someone's gonna pick him up. I just want to see him play somewhere. I mean, I don't know, dude. He's kind of invested in the, in Milwaukee now. I mean, he's got stock in in the Brewers. I think he's also got some in uh, I mean, not in the Brewers, in the Bucks. But I think he does also have some in the Brewers, if I'm not mistaken. And he can he can still play for another team and, and be invested in in Wisconsin. Imagine he goes to like a division rival, and he going oh to the Lions. Gosh. Watch. Oh God, the Bears. Nah, he's going to the Broncos. If anything. Yeah, Broncos. They, they need him, bro. They don't need Drew Horsecock anymore. He's ass. No, it's just <laughs> it's just the Bucks. Hey, hey, he he joined in the Nets, bro. <laughs> what would what would be like the most fried option for him to go to? Niners would have been New crazy. New England. New oh god, New England. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of like a really good NFC team just so we can go against Tom Brady still. Yeah. Um, so Saints, Saints would be wild. Yeah, the oh, Saints yeah. ain't got no weapons no more. Michael Thomas out for the beginning of the year. That's gonna oh, be yeah, tragic. Yeah, I saw that. His Saints. draft stock going. Kamara. Way Falcons. Up. I take Kamara like maybe number one at this point. No cap. Yeah. That's a it's it's a hot it's a hot take, but really He's getting volume. Yeah. There's so I mean, many weapons all... in Carolina, and then nobody in freaking um, – Nobody in New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah, I, I, I actually wouldn't take CMC first. I'd take at least Dalvin first. Dalvin or Kamara. That's going to be interesting. But, uh, I don't know. I would, take, I would still take CMC. Shout out, hey, shout out Milwaukee. Y'all, y'all came through. Went from bottom of the East to top. 15 games they won just a couple seasons ago. Now they're the 2021 NBA champions. Homegrown too, man. I mean, Giannis, it's really like he's up there with like Dirk, Steph, you know, the Kobe. the He's in like that, you know, homegrown. <laughs> he's in that homegrown superstar list, and it's it's dope to see you, man. It's dope. I'm, ha- I'm happy for the kid. I'm happy for Giannis. But then um, next season is going to be crazy, though. Every team, hopefully, I went healthy. Not that's a stretch. That's not going to happen. But 
let's see it's gonna be some fireworks next year oh for sure we need the health we need the healthy lakers nets back we need the Warriors. we need the warriors back nba i mean we got a taste of it with steph being awesome but we need like the whole team to you know be good again and then uh, we need both of these teams just keep doing what they're doing i like i think both like both these teams are still gonna be really good next year just they need to keep competing it's gonna be awesome and i, I i'm excited to see the bucks you know go on their uh defending the throne you know run and see and see what they can do hey um, if they're healthy next year hot take i'm taking the nuggets in the finals to make it out the west jamal murray next year michael porter jr Jokic. they're due i i can see that too maybe not next year but within like the two next two to three years because they've been taking like kind of like the bucks the bucks were like taking their lumps the last couple of years. Like that's, that's what most champions do. The, you know, they, you lose in, in the playoffs, you know, like for a few years before you get there. Hey. And that's what the Nuggets have been doing. They've been, you know, it's been what, three years now. They've been taking their lumps in the playoffs. They're due. It, they're due eventually. Bull Bull starting at the four. Watch out. Bull <laughs> Bull. What a Just, man. Uh, make I wish they saw Hampton, man. I really like Hampton. Uh-huh. But all right. Um, without further ado, though, just a little ramble episode for you guys. But we, we got to the finals for the most part. We we touched on the finals. We touched on a lot of other stuff, too. But uh, without further ado, that's going to end it for our finals recap and just rambling sports talk for y'all. Just It's like we're in Mr. Smith's class again, man. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, because I'm doing fucking Calc 2 right now, bro. <laughs> Rest so, in yeah. peace. I got so, a yeah, quiz later. We got uh we got Sunday talk coming up on Sunday, of course, and then draft draft stuff. Drafts coming up. We're gonna next give you week, guys a draft. Next week the NBA draft is. We will have a draft episode for you guys before um you know before the draft happens, whether it's a mock draft or just like you know guys that we're really excited for whatnot, like or both. I don't know, but we're gonna give you some draft content for sure before it, it drops on the uh, yeah 29th. Yeah, 29th. 29th Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, NFL yeah, preseason in, in like two weeks too. It's yeah. going it's going crazy. We going to the moon. Yep. It's it's getting it's getting scary, man. It's it's getting fun. So yeah, that's gonna do it. Like I said, check those out. Uh, a lot of content coming your way. Blog posts coming up soon. There's a lot of content going out there. So yeah, take care. Peace.